What is going on, everybody? This is Mike Hughes, and you're listening to Mike on the Mic, everything sports-related podcast. Today is September 28th, Tuesday, 2021, and Chicago Bulls Media Day kicked off today. Every one of the Chicago Bulls reported to the United Center for photo ops, interviews, and so much more. Everybody except Patrick Williams. Um, Patrick Williams was the exception because he did just have an ankle injury that occurred the other day. He will be out for what is presumed to be four to six weeks. Now, I don't know if that's four to six weeks in the, starting, you know, from game one or right now. Um, you know, I didn't, they haven't gone really that deep into it. They haven't discussed it. It is an ankle injury. This isn't a, you know, a broken ankle. This isn't a fracture. This is just, I believe it's just a really, he landed on it wrong or something happened. Um, I think it's a muscle issue really, but praying for Patrick Williams, hoping we get that development. You know, you love a guy going into year two, having guys like DeMar DeRozan, Nikola Vucevic, Zach Levine, you know, Lonzo Ball, so on and so forth, that you could be able to build your what you learned in year one and take it to the next level. Everything you learned and picked up in year one, not only can you add to that, but you can add new things due to the guys you have around you that you're learning from, that you're watching, that you're being mentored by. Um, so it's definitely a sad situation. You don't want, you know, someone to have to go into year two, just trying to be healthy because, because that's never a good thing. You know, we have that with Kobe White right now following his, uh, off season shoulder surgery. I always slur that when I say that off season shoulder surgery, off season shoulder surgery, off season shoulder surgery. It's hard. Try it. But, um, it's definitely, it's definitely hard when, you know, you know, you have those two and you know, they're going to be so great. Kobe going into what is this year three? Um, and Patrick Williams going into year two, you want them to be there. You want them to be there from the jump. You want them to be healthy. Kobe was there, so I was happy to see Kobe. Io was there, Caruso, DeMar, uh, Lonzo, so on and so forth. You know, we had the interviews today. We had the photo ops. We had all of it. It was great. Um, this is the first time I'm 21 years old turning 22 next May. Um, <laughs> or this May, I should say. But it, I am 21. And this is the first time since I've been about 12 to 13 years old that I've been excited about Chicago Bulls basketball. That I actually went into the season saying, wow, we have a great future. We have a great core. We have a great playoff contending roster. We can win now. And there's a potential of us actually not only meeting expectations of making the playoffs, but actually surprising and shocking the world. And being a lot better than people expect us to be. That's 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 the main focal point right now to me. Since the Derrick Rose days, that early MVP 2010 season, 2011 season when Derrick Rose was going off, I haven't been this excited about a team since then. Um, and it's that crazy. Those Joakim Noah, um, Boozer, Rose, and, and, and Dang type days, man. Like We don't have days like that anymore. It was a dark era. Even in the Jimmy Butler era when it was his team, you know. You loved, I, I loved it. I loved having D-Wade. I loved having Rojan Rondo. I loved Jimmy Butler. I loved Robin Lopez. But the big thing for me with them was it, was, it wasn't as exciting because it was a short-term solution. Like, you knew it was win it all or bust. Like, there was no, okay, maybe next year because Rondo and Wade, you know, Rondo's still, not, still in the league, obviously. But it, it's one of those scenarios where he's not going to stay here long-term. He's a journeyman. Um... You know, Jimmy Butler was kind of on the fritz of like, you know, with Fred Hoiberg, the argumenting with uh, the arguments having there um, with the front office as well with Garpax. It, it was definitely one of those situations where I looked at it like, you know, you really don't know how long we have with this. And D Wade's on one of his last years. 
Um, you know he wants to go back to Miami. You know he wants to you know, either team up with Braun or go back to Miami. So you know that's not you know that's not long term. Um, you we knew he just came to Chicago because he wanted to play for his home team. That's the truth. That's the that's the diehard truth to me. I think he did gain a lot of experience and he did gain something from coming to Chicago and that was meeting Jimmy Butler. Also, kind of recruited Jimmy Butler to come to Miami. Um, you know, he was retired, so I mean, he could do that, but it's definitely a conversation to be had that, you know, D-Wade actually did gain a lot from coming to Chicago for that one season, but it, it was not as exciting as this. It was not as exciting as this by far. I mean, not only do we have a competent coach going into this, you know, not only a good roster, but a competent coach. We got all the guys off the books. Cristiano Felicio is no longer here. Denzel Valentine is no longer here, ladies and gentlemen. These guys are gone. These guys are gone, ladies and gentlemen. We have a starting lineup right now when the roster is fully healthy. Head coach, coach of the year in 2020, Billy Donovan. And he needs his floor general at the one. You got Lonzo Ball, who is an all-star caliber type player, 23 years old, amazing lob passer. This is is Lob City in the Windy City, let's be real. Because at the two, we have all-star 2021 All-Star, 2020-2021 All-Star, Zach Levine. At the three, you have former All-Star, DeMar DeRozan. At the four, we're getting uh, Patrick Williams going in the year two. Got a lot of defensive praise. He's looking great. He kind of has his own shot now. Um, you know, how much of that he working, he's going to be able to get, how much opportunity, we'll see. I see this as a young Jimmy Butler type situation where you're not going to get as many looks as you'd want, but you are the future of this team, um, you know, depending on locking up Zach Levine long term uh, to, a, to a, you know, a super max or a max deal type situation. We'll see what happens. Um, but if not, Patrick Williams is without a doubt, him and Lonzo Ball are the future of this team. So... You know, you got him at the four, then another 2020-2021 All-Star in Nikola Vucevic, one of the best big men in the game, definitely top 10. Um, He's very unselfish. He does his thing. He's a very great player. Um, He feeds off of other guys doing well. Then you got the bench unit. You got at the one, Kobe White going into year three. You got at the two, Alex Caruso, NBA champion, Carusco. I mean, we're talking about a guy that everybody in L.A. had nothing but positive things to say. He missed his sister's wedding to win an NBA championship. That's how dedicated this man is. This man is a bubble god. Like, he did crazy things in the bubble. I'm so excited for what Caruso brings. You have other players on this roster. We're going to get into that in a little bit later, but those are the main focal points right now. We have Rookie from Chicago Native and from Illinois State. You have Io. I'm so excited for Io. I'm so excited for what Io brings. Is he Derrick Rose 2.0? No. But is he going to be a great asset and a great addition to this team and a Chicago native as well? You love the hometown hero? Yes, without a doubt. So while Kobe White's dealing with that shoulder stuff, um, you know, still getting a feel for the game, still getting his left hand and his left arm a little bit comfortable with his shotting, shot making decisions because he did say that's still kind of bothering him. Um, but we'll see how that continues and we'll, how that continues to flourish. Um, but I'm really excited about it. And by the way, if you're listening to this, we do need to have a conversation about the Chicago Bears. We had some breaking news. We're going to get into that in a little bit. The Chicago Bears officially purchased the Arlington Heights uh, property. So we're going to break down that video right after this one. So if you haven't checked out that one yet, 
definitely check it out after this. If you're just com- if you're just listening to that and you're coming here now, congratulations, you're the best. Um, but yeah, anyways, going back into it, I'm just so excited for this team. I'm so excited for this roster. I'm so excited for just Bulls basketball. I'm planning on going to as many preseason games as possible with my buddies. Um, I'm going to be at the Blackhawks game tomorrow night. Can't wait for that one against the Red Wings. It's preseason. Can't wait to say Flurry, Taser's back, um, Kaner, all those greats. Um, so excited for it. It's going to be a blast just being back in the United Center since what has it been? The last time I was at the United Center, I think it was Bulls versus Bucks 2019 the fall of 2019 so it was right before COVID it was preseason me and my boy Rob and Gio we actually got to see Giannis Antetokounmpo uh not play we actually did not get to see Giannis play he was benched he did not get to play that game I was very upset about it but we did get to see Lonzo Ball play and Zion Williamson play against Kobe White so that was really dope um, that was a dope experience. We saw another game against the Pelicans. So I mean, preseasons, preseasons the best, man. There's 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 nothing wrong with preseason. I love preseason basketball. I feel like it's so much fun. The intensity, the hype. Guys are fighting for a spot. We got Bulls versus Cavs to kick off the season this year on October fifth, Tuesday. Bulls versus Pelicans again. Must watch at that game. Got to be there for that one. I'm got to see Zion again. Then on October 15th, we got the Memphis Grizzlies coming into town. Got to see John Morant. Got to see it through. I need to be there um, without a doubt. Um, you know, and then we kick off the season. We kick off the season. Bulls, Pistons at Detroit. Then we come to Chicago. Uh, you know, we're playing the Pelicans again, but it's at Chicago. I'm definitely going to be there on October 28th. Bulls, Knicks, baby. Bulls Knicks at 7 p.m. I've been waiting to see Derrick Rose for I don't know how long. For a very, very long time. I've not seen Derrick Rose in person. Um, Growing up, you know, I I didn't get a lot of opportunities to go to a lot of games um, at the United Center. Just wasn't, you know, a thing we did. And and I always wanted to see Derrick Rose play. But we never really got the opportunity to. So... It's something my dad, or I always wanted to do with my dad. We never got a chance to because he was sick um, during that time. You know, there's just a lot going on. There's a lot going on. You know, I, I can get into that another time. You know, we could talk about my dad's health and a bunch of other things. Uh, God rest his soul. But, you know, it, it was definitely a bad time to be going to sports games with him at that time because just because of everything he had going on in life. So there's, it, it, it was not because he did not care or it was not because he didn't want to take me or we couldn't afford it. Nothing like that at all. Um, it was just from 2011 to, you know, 2015 before he passed. It was just, there, there was a lot going on and, you know, it, it was a lot, but that's a story for a different day, but I always wanted to see D Rose. That's the point. I always wanted to see Jimmy Butler. That is another point. Um, that's on my own. That's on my own. That's my own doing. I could have went to games. I chose not to, um, cause I was upset when they traded Derrick Rose. So I, 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 I swore I wasn't going to go. The first Bulls game I actually ever went to, is a little story time, um, was actually Zach Levine's first game as a Chicago Bull. It was against, I believe, the Detroit Pistons, and I believe they won that game, if I'm not mistaken. Um, you know, it was his first game as a Bull. He had these fire white shoes on. They looked amazing. Um, and the best part about it, you know, I, I think I have the scores somewhere on my phone. 
um, on my Instagram, that is. But, um, nope, must have deleted it. That sucks. But, um, yeah, it, it was it was definitely an amazing game. I loved watching Zach Levine play. I saw the hype. I saw that during that game, I kind of realized, you know, Zach didn't play amazingly, um, but you definitely saw, you know, a lot of people, the casual fan thought that Laurie Markkinen was the biggest part of what we got in that trade for Jimmy Butler. But you quickly saw that it was Zach Levine, and Zach Levine carried himself to being that guy. Laurie played amazing in his rookie year, don't get me wrong. Um, but it, it was a very interesting scenario. And, and now, I mean, just look at how, just look at how far we've come. Just hit my elbow. Um, look how far we've come in a year, though. I mean, if we're looking at the starting five last year, not only the starting five, let's name the bench. Let's name the bench of the last... How about this? How about this? We'll do this. We'll do last year, and then we'll do two years ago. All right, we'll do two years ago. Um, here's here's the craziest fucking thing. Here is the craziest fucking thing. You look at last year. The starting five was Kobe White. Not even it was Thomas Sadaraski for a good part of the year. But um, you know, it was either Kobe White or Thomas Sadaraski. Um, Zach Levine, then you had Patrick Williams, Laurie Marketing, and Wendell Carter Jr., which Laurie Marketing and Wendell Carter Jr. rotated not being healthy throughout almost the entire season with the Bulls, um, throughout almost their entire careers with the Bulls. So, you know, you have that. Then you go to the bench. You know, you have Billy Donovan as your head coach, obviously. That's great. Um, you go to your bench, and you have Denzel Valentine at the beginning of the season. Then you have... Um, Garrett Temple, Cristiano Felicio just getting paid to sit, um, Ryan Archie Diacono and others. You know what I mean? Then you go two years back. You have Jim Boylan. Jim Boylan as your head coach. Oh my goodness. Oh my God. I, I, I can't even I can't even remember. I can't even remember what that was like, and it wasn't that long ago. We also had Carmelo Anthony for like five seconds, and then we immediately flipped him, um, which was so disrespectful. But let's let's look at the starting five of that team. I mean, we're talking, you know, Kobe White didn't even start the season. You know what I mean? Like, he was not our starter. It was Chris Dunn, Zach Levine. Um, God, who was our small forward? I don't even remember. I think it was Chandler Hutchinson. Oh, no, it was Otto Porter Jr., um, it was Otto Porter Jr., and then you had Laurie Markkinen, Wendell Carter Jr., and then, you know, the, bench, the rest of the bench was pretty much, you know, um, <laughs> Daniel Gafford, uh, Shaquille Harrison, Chandler Hutchinson, Luke Cordette, um, and, and so on and so forth. And it was just Kobe White, Thaddeus Young. It was just bad. It was a bad time. You know, I did forget Thaddeus Young, though. He was on the team last year. Um, so that that was a great addition. That was a great plus. He will be missed, um, Thadjik Johnson. But um, you know, you look at the team now, and we've already discussed it. But I'm gonna run it by again. Zach or uh, Lonzo Ball, Zach Levine, Patrick Williams, Demar Derozan. Flip those two. I messed it up. But um, and then Nikola Vucevic. You know, Alex Caruso, Kobe White. The list goes on and on of just great studs that you brought in this team with Billy Donovan being the head coach and Arturis being your GM. You know, Garpax is gone. Arturis is doing his thing. He flipped this team on its ass in the, in the most positive way. He, he dusted off all the negativity. He dusted off all the we can't bring free agents here. And he said, here's every free agent I want to bring. And he brought every single one of them. And it was crazy that every single free agent he, I wanted 
um, he got outside of Derrick Rose, which I understood was, you know, um, in the realm of, 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 you know, impossible because it, it was definitely one of those situations where I feel like Rose only stayed because not only of Taj Gibson, not only because of New York being the Mecca, um, but for, for tips and, and it's easy that he wanted to stay for tips and that's completely understandable. Um, and when we got Billy, so, so yeah, that definitely makes sense. Um, and they're a playoff team and they're an established playoff team with an MVP candidate, whether you want to debate it or not, it's a conversation for a different day. Um, but yeah, it's, it's definitely, it definitely makes sense. I definitely have no animosity towards D Rose. Um, I'm excited for it. I can't wait to see him play. But um, yeah, so I just wanted to say it. I just wanted to talk about it, talk about media day, talk about everything that went on. Lonzo Ball going on and saying how Zach Levine was actually a big influence to why he came to the Bulls. He wanted to play with a guy like Zach. He wanted to, you know, be the normal floor general that he is. And he doesn't want to have to change his game the way the Pelicans wanted him to. They said the Bulls went up to him and said it straight up in the meetings that you know, they were willing to let him be him. And he was completely on board with that. He was excited to hear that. I'm excited to see it. I want to see Lonzo, or I want to see LeVar Ball at the games. I want to see him messing around. I want to see Jello walk into some of the games if he's not already on the Hornets, if he's not in the G League um, for the Hornets or whoever. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm so excited for it. I'm so excited for him and LaMelo Ball going up against each other. My boy David Kelly and I, we're going to be at that game. David, if you're listening, baby, buy those tickets. We're there. Um, but we're definitely going to catch that game. It's a, it's a must-see game, um, without a doubt. So I'm really excited for it. I'm really excited for the future of the Chicago Bulls. Um, Bulls Nation, stand up, baby. <laughs> I mean, we're back. It's been a very long time. Um, a lot of mediocre teams. A lot of just fed bullshit and fed lines that we all knew no one believed um you know a lot of tragic losses with guys like Derrick Rose and Jimmy Butler and D Wade and and others coming and going throughout the years and now it finally feels like guys want to be here it finally feels like guys are comfortable here it feels like Zach Levine is comfortable here um, you know, we build a big team around him. We make him comfortable. You know, our tourist goes out there and says, I feel like I have a great relationship with Zach. I feel like Zach has a great relationship with me and this front office. I'm really excited for it. We want to pay Zach. Saying that, that they actually want to pay Zach is huge because Carpax wouldn't even shy away from the fact that they were not willing to pay people. Um, you know, the Ryan's Dwarves have a history of that. You know what I mean? But it's, it's definitely a situation. I'm looking at it. I'm super excited. I can't wait for the future of this team. So Bulls Nation, stand up. Benny the Bull, go crazy, baby. I can't wait to see what you got for us. It's been a while. Um, but yeah, so thank you guys for listening. This is Mike Hughes from Mike on the Mic. See Red, and I'll see you guys in the next one. Peace.